0: Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Spicy PL Pod. This is episode 22. This is Big Babble at you here with Big Peachy Boy, as always. What up? And Big Joe Cap. Yup. Today, we have a special guest. (laughs)
1: Special technical analyst. Special guest.
0: Mr. (laughs) Luis Jaimes. He thought he could stay away.
2: He's a
1: special guest.
0: Yeah,
2: special guest. We'll just say that. I mean, I just want to put on the record that the original Spicy PL
0: podcast was
2: supposed to be me and not Peachy, but, you know, I had to give him my spot.
0: Well, I mean, it was too spicy for you. You're a professional man running a business, you're, uh, you know, running the the meats and all the jumbo screens and audio visual through your company, Audio Spectrum.
1: We need some special analysis for this episode
0: so we didn't want to get you in hot water with all the spiciness you know yeah, i but guess i guess you could say that <laughs> <laughs> so lou is uh he's a two-time usapl open champion right two-time two 2012 2013 have you won bench nets i
2: won bench nets twice once as a junior once as an open and what second
0: bench world
2: junior bench world second second in the junior bench and then third in the open uh, bench for full power lifting all right cup- In cup- 2012, back in the- yeah, back <laughs> way back in the day, far far past my peak these days. I mean, I still I wasn't that good, but somehow I I got a couple medals here and there.
0: Yeah, well, we wanted to have Lou on because <laughs> he's somewhat of a historian. He's got a really good memory for all the numbers and records and lifters, um, and we're going to talk a little bit um, about some of the 105s and some of the bench press and stuff. So we figured it'd be good to have his expert opinion.
2: For this I've been, episode, I've been uh, a powerlifting historian for quite many years now, longer than any that's of these guys. That's all we could. could all say. we could be. You know? <laughs> if you're not a good powerlifter, you have to be a historian. I've, yeah. I've been doing it for many years too. I mean, again, not that good, but hey, I've been doing it for 16 years now. So
1: you you're not that
2: good. Not that good. Okay, no, okay. you can <laughs> put that on the record. Yeah, it's, he's not You good. do your best, Lou. But, I do my know. best.
0: Yeah. All right. So if you're if you're just listening along, you're not watching the YouTube video. You can see that. Lou and Joe are wearing their Quest green t-shirts.
1: Oh, yeah. We, I mean, this is a great color on us.
0: So we wanted to announce that this podcast is sponsored by Quest Nutrition Athletics. That's quest-nutrition.com. Um, Sherman, Sherman Ledford has a, a whole bunch of supplements on there, a lot of gym equipment, uh, gear, all sorts of good stuff on there. And he's been supporting powerlifting for a very long time. So we're really pleased that they are our sponsor. I'm a really big fan of uh, of Quest Nutrition, Sherman Ledford. I've been drinking hardcore
2: for years, yeah. and not only because it's good for you because, you know, they say it's great for your recovery with the glutamine and the uh, HMB and all the, the good stuff in there, but it also tastes good.
0: I love the sweet taste yeah. of hardcore. <laughs> it tastes like orange soda. I look forward to it well, every night before any- I go to bed. <laughs> do you have any tips in terms of, um, you know, I guess, uh, warnings on when you drink your hardcore, you had a little bit of an episode. I I had an episode the other night.
2: So the first time I ever drank hardcore a couple of years ago, I I put it in a shaker bottle as I do with most of my supplements and shake it up. It's a a powder. So you think that it it should be shaken and not stirred. But, um, you know, I, I quickly discovered that the fizz, the effervescence, the effervescence, the fizz
1: gives it quite the explosive uh characteristic it will pressurize your shaker and the (laughs) other night lou's shaker was so pressurized that uh the ceiling of our kitchen is stained orange he forgot for a while (laughs) (laughs) i mean i forgot how many shakes he gave it it it,
2: it happened to me a couple years ago i thought that i was you know gonna get away from that and i learned my lesson but the other day i wasn't paying attention shook it a couple times too many and uh yeah the kitchen um yeah. It it went through a little unfortunate yeah, It uh, was
0: it was on the blinds, it was on the ceiling, it was <laughs> on the floor, it was on the oven, it was it was literally everywhere. It was, it was ugly. It was but yeah, ugly. it's got it's got this it's like an emergency tab or like a Noom tab where it's got the effervescent like CO two where it like actually is super fizzy. It's like it's it's it, like a soft drink.
2: It's just telling you that it's real potent. Yeah. It's super potent if it can do that.
0: Yeah. So I know that like the science nerds out there have recently said, you know, glutamine doesn't do that much and blah, blah, blah. And you know, the only supplements are caffeine and creatine. That's really only things that are worth or proven scientifically to work. But I did notice um, <laughs> the company I work for actually makes this product called Juven, which is um, it's a, it's a product for wound recovery and for like in like injury recovery. And I was looking at the ingredients cause I got an email about it and it's like, sold and it's, uh, prescribed, uh, like by doctors and stuff. And I was looking at the ingredients and it's got glutamine, arginine, HMB, uh, leucine, and like a few other things, but it's like almost all the ingredients that are in hardcore. So I was like, Oh wow, this is kind of legit. And they did have some studies backing it up. I know like some of those studies are on like cancer patients and things like that. So a lot of people like try to disprove it, but if it's shown to help you preserve lean body mass, and um improve like healing of injuries. I think it's pretty legit for recovery. I, I mean, can
2: guarantee you, I don't know what Droven tastes like, but it doesn't taste like arm <laughs> soda. Exactly. So I would just go with the hardcore, go with yeah. the known go with the known taste.
0: Yeah. So like I'm one of those people that likes <laughs> to look into the science of things and I think like there's some there's some evidence, like through studies that it's actually good shit. And like, I guess like from experience it, it can't it can't hurt your recovery. So I I'd say it's it's pretty good. Makes you sleep like a baby. Like a yeah. baby. Yeah. Anyway. Um, also, I just wanted to give another shout-out to Urban Powerhouse. They're a great charity. I'll put their info in the uh, in the links below and check them out. But um, I guess in terms of how we kicked this thing off, errors and emissions. we did talk about the showdown meet, and I got a lot of messages saying that it is not USPA, and it was w, uh, WRPF. WRPF, which um, used to be World Russian Powerlifting Federation, and they changed it to World Raw Powerlifting Federation. Uh, Federation? I don't even know
1: if it was called World Russian. I just know that they invented a Fed <laughs> so they could every... pull on the crazy noodle bar, <laughs> yeah. and Kirill Sarachov yeah. can like bench with pyrotechnics and like a metal band. I like,
0: that might be another error in the mission, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Seriously, you're right Russian.
3: about that. Babel, I think it was Russian. That <laughs> Either was way, there was
1: like a metal band, and there were flames, and there was a 25 mil bar that everybody pulled a thousand. I, yeah, I, d- I don't know what Fed that was, but that 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 <laughs> bar,
2: that deadlift was bar that they have over there, is a little bit more than suspect. I mean that they, they, I the world record yeah. yeah they must have the world record's broken every time somebody touches that thing
0: yeah. so. I, I mm. did have some good things to say <laughs> about the judging at that meet saying like oh they actually had pretty strict uh, depth standards on the squat and now you know I'm gonna have to take back my words about the US, uh, USPA on that because I saw <laughs> some recent meets where they weren't uh, as strict so it's unfortunate but
1: so we're giving the shout out to WRPF then yeah I mean it's so, definitely right. entertaining to watch I'll tell you that yeah.
0: yeah so they actually had some good depth standards so cool. Um, I guess, uh, what else is going on in the powerlifting world today? We saw, um, some more world records. We, we talked a lot of shit about this and early on in the, in the quarantine or early episodes about how, um, these strongman guys are trying to break world records at their home gyms and it shouldn't count because it's not really in competition, but it's still going on. I don't know if there's a lot of viewership, but I know Rob Kearney, aka world's strongest gay was trying to do a world record log press. And popped his tricep, so that's.
1: Is this a, Wasn't there something else he tried to break at Lightning Fitness, like his home gym? We talked about that one too. I I think the, so. American Dude, he the American breath. record. Did the American? Yeah, it was the American. <laughs> like, I think think was the American record. He missed this. <laughs> yeah. And he tried the world record, and unfortunately, got you know it sucks, it sucks to see him yeah. get hurt. But um, I don't know if we have a lot of analysis on that other than, uh, the broadcast probably were pretty bad because I don't think they're on ESPN anymore. So that sucks for Strongman. I think they fumbled a couple of those where, uh, you know, there are long breaks between attempts, you know, just weird stuff going on, not really a viewer-friendly thing to have on ESPN. I also just like to say, like, you know, it's all well and good that they attempt it, but there's a guy in Burkina Faso, and maybe I'm saying this wrong. Faso? Faso. Burkina Burkina Faso. um, Iron Bibby. And he's a four hundred pound man, and I've seen a lot of videos of him. He's much. He's a he's a mystery, kind of like Wepa is in powerlifting, where he's in such a remote location, and he basically trains in like legit, like a, on a platform built on like like in a dirt yard. And uh, I think March this year, he, you know, on Instagram, he posted himself doing an overhead lift with two hundred forty kilograms, which far exceeds uh, the world record i think is either yeah. 230 or 235 and uh he's just a giant of a man i mean if this guy had a setup like lightning fitness does where you can stream something on the internet iron baby would smoke these guys
0: but isn't log press harder than just overhead
1: no i think depending i mean a log press is sort of a partial for some guys because the log is so thick
0: yeah that's true you're starting a little bit higher but i, I guess believe like a the barbell gar- press is harder but gri- i think he did 240 is, with a barbell it's a neutral grip though so maybe it's a little yeah darkier.
1: I don't know, but I, I just think,
0: you yeah. know. Yeah, we need to get that guy you <laughs> know, get that on guy film on... <laughs> and get him a world record yeah. somehow.
1: Yeah, he's like in a remote location. World record. They need to figure out how to get yeah. him.
0: Well, I guess we think all these world records are kind of dumb anyway, but, yeah. but he should do it. <laughs> yeah, Iron Baby all the way.
1: <laughs> world record.
0: Yeah. Um, world record. <laughs> what other announcements do we got? Um, we have some announcements on uh, future guests we're pretty excited about. There's a few that we're still working on and we don't want to announce because they're not fully confirmed, but they're gonna be insane when we get them. They're you know, giving us a chase, they're some, big fish. Yeah, some legends that really are not on the podcast scene and not on the social media scene that um, we're, we're really stoked to have. But what we do have confirmed is uh, Nick Wright. Yep. Um, PG knows Nick, he's uh, in the area. And um, he's a, a raw lifter, does natural bodybuilding, a uh, big YouTuber. He's been in the game for a, a while. So that should be cool to to talk to him a little bit.
1: Yeah, we're going to put his feet to the fire a little bit.
0: Yeah, he seems like a professional guy, but we're going to try to squeeze some, uh, some to break spicy yeah. some <laughs> spicy details out of him. And then um, Tiny Meeker.
1: <laughs> this we happened quickly wait. too. Um, you know, I, I sent the guys a screenshot of uh, – You know, someone actually sent me a screenshot and I forwarded it to the guys like, hey, Tiny Meeker's putting on this insane bench competition. Um, It's anybody who's ever benched a thousand pounds in competition is uh, invited to the thing in March 2021. And so immediately I didn't even ask the guys. I just said, I got to get this fucking guy on the pod. So. I had actually, it's funny because we've gone through the Bolt saga many times, but I actually had been exchanging messages with him years ago to talk about, you know, how to avoid blowing out bolts, you know, five years ago. And uh, because he was also sponsored by Inzer when I was sponsored by Inzer, so I went back into our kind of DMs and just said, hey, what's up, man? Uh, Really interested in the competition you're running. Would you like to come promote it on our podcast? And of course he said yes. So, so that should be next week's episode.
0: Yeah. So we, um, we're definitely going to save a lot for that episode to talk about that um, competition. But now that we have Luis here, uh, I think we should get some info, you know, some of his uh, expert analysis and predictions on that. Um, let we'll take a look at this so, roster. So yeah. these, are, these are the folks that are invited. Um Barati. 1105 he's like, a super bison guy. that was this in the super bison? And let's just
1: leave him let's just leave him on the <laughs> shelf because we're going to talk to tiny meeker about super bison yeah. yeah we got
0: meeker 1102 keneally 1075 cobb jimmy kolb cobb 1036
1: mendelson scott mendelson so like keneally and mendelson and tiny meeker are all returning to the platform for this so that's interesting because I mean, Tiny Meeker's in good shape, but Keneally and Mendelssohn. When's the last time you, you know, saw No, I think Mendelsohn. Keneally's been training, dude. Keneally's think, been training. Yeah. He just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he looks pretty strong, but this shit's crazy. Yeah. Mendelssohn's yeah. still going. I'm stunned. That, and Mendelssohn's yeah. confirmed, I think. Yeah, <laughs> all these guys, I think. Gillespie. That's Bill Gillespie. Yeah.
0: Hoff. Dave Hoff. Blaine Sumner. And Putnam, we
1: don't know. Who and, Putnam um, is, but I think his name—I think
3: it's Mike Putnam. I could be wrong. I looked it up. He benched a uh, thousand at a uh, thousand, even some kind of yeah. exhibition. Yep. Get so him in there.
0: there's going to be a ten thousand dollar first prize, and um, I guess like these guys have to bench at least a thousand to be eligible for any prizes. So there's just going to be some crazy stuff there. We'll talk to Tiny about more of the details. I'm curious about the rules, um, all that sort of thing. But, uh, my, my
2: first question is: Can you use the super bison in
1: this meat? Yeah, we're going That's going to be a big uh, snafu for Barati if he's got to be putting a real men shirt. Well, I think yeah. if any of these guys, <laughs> like if Blaine puts on a super bison, yeah. Will Barati's cooked.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. Uh, that's that's the one of the first things I see is Blaine Sumner on that list. I mean, um, a lot of these guys, obviously they're known steroid users you look at blaine sumner he's got to be the only clean one and he did it jimmy jimmy uh, Cobb claims jimmy, uh natty yeah. and he, so j- does j- jimmy and tiny so does tiny oh tiny does jimmy too. and that's tiny. right and and Cole, and but but we know we know blaine has passed a um a drug test
0: yeah. have are any of them suspended or, or like is there any concern no,
2: about that no not that i know of not that i know i don't i don't believe so but but anyways going back to it sumner did it in a in an ipf competition and and um I think one of the main things is he can lift his head up over here. Yep. So that's going to be a huge yeah. difference. Believe it or not, he can get going to have a wider bench pad. He's going to be able to bench lower wider bench pad head up. I mean, sky's the limit. So, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if he's going for 500
3: kilos. Yeah. And we'll yeah.
0: have to, we'll have to get some more like research in, you know, before we talk to tiny next week, this is a pretty recent development, but, um, I'd like to, you know, reach out to Blaine and get a little bit more info on what yeah. his game plan is yeah. too. Like, is he going to go multi? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's another question. If he puts on a super duper phenom, we don't know what he's going to do with that thing. So, I mean, that could that could open some doors too. Yeah, he's um, pretty
0: banged up, so I think you know this is a, a kind of cool opportunity for him to just you know show off his you know his, his benching his, capabilities.
2: Benching. I mean, I know from from what I what, what I hear and see, his it's it's his back, so he's not squatting the devil thing. But as far as I know, he's benching yeah. he's benching a lot. So he, he could he could do something uh pretty uh, yeah. pretty on, insane. On the flip
1: side I think he might maybe he's uh so deep in the Titan sponsorship that maybe he goes uh Evil Twin.
2: I mean Evil Twin. Yeah. That I'm sure that he could put up something crazy in that too. Yeah. I mean I Jimmy
3: would, Jimmy Cole benches in the Evil Twin. Yeah. Uh, he's a Titan sponsored athlete. Uh, no no, Anderson Powell thing sponsored athlete. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, he uh I think he's the favorite to win in my opinion. Yeah, right. Um he's you know, obviously a really strong bencher. He's bench ten thirty six. Um, you know, he looks really strong in his new training. He tried some kind of new shirt, like a double ply evil twin or something, and he, he looks great in it. He like barely touch eleven hundred to a one board. So we I don't want to get too favorite. far into this, yeah. but
1: also Hoff's training looks insane. I mean, I was, oh I was, God. God. <laughs> that was that
3: was my
2: next that was my next suggestion here is Dave Hoff. I mean, he looks unstoppable right now on the bench, and he doesn't have to squat. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, bench only. Uh, and he looks strong I mean he's gonna put up something ridiculous yeah. all right I man, mean
0: what's your top three predictions
2: top three um I'm gonna go um Hoff is gonna win I mean he, he, it just looks crazy what he's doing Hoff number one and and from that point it's really anybody tiny meeker he, he did 1102 um I I, I want to say it's gonna be Hoff meeker and blaine I think I think
1: those three yeah guys, I'm, I'm gonna go with Hoff Blaine and Will Barati, because I think Will Barati doesn't give a fuck. And Will Barati smoked <laughs> yeah. 1105 and had like more in the tank. If he's and allowed to use the super <laughs> yeah, bison, if he's allowed. Yeah,
2: if, if the super bison is in play, then he could win. I mean, Barati would win this thing. Yeah. But, but again, it's experience in the I super. I mean, what, what can Tiny Meeker do in a, in a, in a, in a bison? Yeah. Tiny Meeker's going to be an injured a product. Of, a lot of questions. Yeah.
0: All right, so next question, Lou, because we don't want to get too, you know, we won't talk about this too much because we're going to have Tiny on, but yeah. um, top three. Who's pissing? Barathe. <laughs> 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 what you say? <laughs> <Barati>. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you think
1: hotter than Hoff? Yeah, dude. Hoff
0: wins. Hoff's like, the king. Dude. Uh, it's
1: not like Eric Lillibridge that's, that's is in this a, lineup. That's a good point. I mean, Hoff I think this good. Putnam guy is probably... He's, guess. Probably, yeah. He's probably He's guess, I, don't no even know him, don't I don't even know him. him. What about Keneally? Or oh, Keneally oh, went Keneally. to jail went for to having jail a safe for... full of cash, gold, and yeah. D ball. So
2: I mean, my, those are two <laughs> of my favorite guys to watch back then because when I was getting into powerlifting, those guys were the guys
0: canelian Mendelssohn.
2: Right. I, I got. I got mean, another question. You better, you you is, oh hope, oh my god.
0: You better hope they have a port uh, a stainless steel urinal because the por- porcelain's <laughs> going to get a <all> hole in it. <laughs>
1: I got another crazy question for Lou. It's here. Um, you know these guys all have to open up at a thousand if they want to be. Uh, I think they have to. Oh, open how many at bomb thousand. outs are we gonna? Who's add? most likely to miss all? Who's slayer? most likely? To I miss. know who I go. With. Putnam
2: is gonna bomb out. Um, no,
1: because it, I got, I'm going with Mendelson. Mendelssohn oh yeah, Mendelson. <laughs> Mendelson hasn't made 100%. a bench in 15 he, years. He loves bombing out. You have to
0: yeah. open at a thousand to be <laughs> eligible for prizes. Yeah. I mean,
1: he
2: was always fun to watch. He he had the the raw world record for a while. And then he just started doing crazy stuff. I mean, he was he was shirts were so tight he couldn't even get his arms. To, he did trying to close grip. He was trying to close grip yeah. with ridiculous weights because other people <laughs> were doing it, and he was just loading it up. He blew out his pec trying something ridiculous. He was tra- he was going after. Uh, he was trying to get Eric's shit. Yeah, he's yeah. trying he was to get Eric's photo. After Spoto no business. Out benched him, and then he went and did it. I mean, he's just a sick, sick man. So <laughs> he's, he's got the sickness. He's probably going to open up at something ridiculous and miss it and get absolutely crushed. And then and yeah, I mean, there's, there's no chance.
0: <laughs>
1: all right,
2: all right. Let's wrap it up on the on the, right.
1: the bench batch. We got tiny coming. Yeah, we, yeah. we
0: got tiny coming. We're so gonna get,
1: we're gonna really get this these details out.
0: Yeah, and we we've got some questions for ourselves. Um, as always, we do have a uh, a Google a Google form for questions. Um, so it's um, bit.ly.com slash spicy Um, I'll put that link in, uh, below the Spotify and below the YouTube video, and you guys can ask some questions for tiny or for us or for any future guests or anything you want. There's always a a line for you guys to reach out to us and uh, ask questions for the pod. Um, and as we said, there's a couple other guests that we're trying to get, um, to talk a little bit about current events. Um, we did see there was some lifting going on. We wanted to highlight a couple lifters joe um yeah i'm pretty to, impressed by some performances uh um, i want
1: to highlight um jordane pantone she did a meet and i'm just pulling up her numbers um she her, did a meet last weekend is yeah. one of the most impressive it's deadlifts crazy. that. so I've we seen. met her in person at fort collins yeah. and i i've actually been following her lift, lifting for a while she's a junior world champion on the equip side and a collegiate champion on the equip side she started um you know, lifting in high school equipped and was a very accomplished equipped lifter. Super impressive. Um, and uh, has gotten into the raw stuff lately. You know, we saw her attempt like some deadlifts over 500. She Collins. went for
2: 505 or 500, right yeah. around that mark. And I thought she was going to get it. I mean, she almost got it, but she, the, I think it was 455. She hit, looked like a warm up. She's super explosive. It's very explosive off the ground. Yeah, she weighed 138.
1: Up. So what's that, 63 kilos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she squatted 353 or 352. She benched 193, which isn't her strongest lift. But then she pulled uh 210 keys. Um or two two ten yeah, two hundred ten keys and she she got that, which an official American record. Mm-hmm. And then she attempted two twenty point five and missed that. But just shout out to Jordan. Yeah. Um super nice.
0: Yeah, super, super, super humble, humble, nice humble, friendly. yeah,
1: great person. Super. So we just wanna give her a shout out for her performance. thousand eight pound total. At uh 63 keys, I think yeah. that's that's pretty competitive these yeah. days.
0: Yeah. How about this one? Uh, have you guys seen Corolla Gara? Yeah, we did.
1: We did. We did. We're big fans yeah, of Corolla.
0: Big fans. Th- that was some impressive lifting. Yep. Um, what what did she hit exactly? If you wanna if you... Yeah,
1: pull that pull one that one up. Yeah, that was crazy. We're big fans of Corolla because she's a was it a, was it a night? Uh,
0: what was it? what was her? I got her. Her total was pretty crazy. Yeah. Was it like a 700 key total or something like that? No, it couldn't have no. been that much.
1: <laughs> that'd be good for a, what was it. For a, uh, uh dude, it's not an open power thing yet, but um.
0: One or IG? Yeah, that'd be
2: good for a 63 kilo,
1: man. It'd be good for me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. And we're big fans of hers because she did, she goes both ways and and she does it gear, she does it raw. And she's good at both of them. Oh, 530,
1: 530. (laughs) All right, I got her right here. She uh, squatted 195 keys. Mm -hmm. And this is all at 57, right? 63, 63, sorry. 195 keys or 429 pounds. She benched 303 and missed 308, which is insane. Uh, The squat was an unofficial world record. I don't know how the bench isn't. That's crazy. It's total. Total was unofficial. And then the total was an unofficial world record. She smoked. I, I a, mean,
2: I, I'm pretty sure it isn't uh, Jen Thompson 63? And she's oh, done, that's why. That's she's why. done about three. I think she's done 314. Yeah, so so it's right in that neighborhood of Jen Thompson. So, so that's, that gives you an idea. Yeah, of how she's, good she's she a, is. a much
1: better full meat lifter. She yeah. uh, deadlifted 197 and a half or 435 and made a big jump to 462 and missed that. So I mean. She uh, had the unofficial world record and probably some more in the tank. Um, pretty impressive. So, shout out to Corolla. Um, I don't, I'm not. I don't Somebody remind me what the
2: French girl's name is. The one that's that's lifting in her it's house. Babel. Babel. Baboli. <laughs> Baboli. But I want to see uh, these two go head to head. I mean, um, oh, yeah. that that stuff that that girl is doing is just freaky. It's freaky. It's questionable. It, it, it's, it's, it's questionable. But it's Bavoli. 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 It's Bavel's cousin. Oily. From France. Is she oily? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she's, didn't she squat like,
1: she's squatted like 215 or 220, something ridiculous. Yeah. I just got her in training right now with a 200 kilo squat. She does more than I that. I think she does. Well, that would more. be a, you know, yeah, an be unofficial a world, world record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I got her pulling 190. Five, which is ridiculous. ridiculous ridiculous and uh i don't, I don't think she,
2: she can bench with corolla but but her other yeah two but i've lifts, seen her pull like 220 yeah 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 it's it's a
1: lot so, i think they will go head to head i think i think corolla being um she's definitely a more complete lifter
2: veteran too i mean it definitely yeah. goes a long way haven't been there and done it in a meet and uh winning world championships um so yeah. just having that 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 experience on the platform to execute lifts
1: i go with the italian stallion The italian yeah we have mm-hmm. to go with the italian mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i had a big crush on corolla for like a minute and then i was like damn she's wiped up already so it's tough mm-hmm. it's you tough want, out there
0: you want to have some italian strong yeah babies
1: yep
0: <laughs> all right so, so the other the other um notable performance uh this is a a really pretty crazy one is uh ashton roushka He's uh he he just hit some pretty crazy weights and uh, we wanted to have Lou on on the podcast to discuss uh, this performance and I guess the general state of the raw one hundred fives. Sure. So
1: what yeah, did Roush go through hit. the numbers? Yeah. He um, he squatted three forty or seven forty nine on a second attempt, passes third. He uh bench two hundred two and a half or four forty six on a second attempt bench and passes third, and then he pulled a three eighty or or. Three eighty, three seventy-seven, three seventy-seven and a half, 377 and a half yeah. or 833 on his third attempt at lifty. so he 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 went six for seven he missed his opening bench on the command and went up anyway so a virtual seven for seven um and was that a 925 total 9, 920 I believe 920 yeah so pretty big total mm-hmm. pretty big total I mean it's
2: monstrous it's definitely it's very incredible it's yeah. nobody's ever done that before um and it's it's gonna be tough to beat
0: Yeah, it seems like he wasn't going full on. Obviously, he only took seven attempts. He might have some in the five weeks out from another. You know.
1: Yeah, he's been training for meat in November, and so I was very surprised to see this meat just pop up on my feet, and I was like, "Damn, you know what I'm saying?" Yeah. And so, like, you know, the other night we were training, and we sat around for like an hour and just argued, you know, who's who's the strongest 105 lifter in the world. Mm-hmm. Basically, and this is how this the segment was brought about, and Luis had to be here for it because he has strong opinions. I do. Um, yeah. So I'll just start off by saying me and me and Peachy think that Ashton Rauska is not going to be beat anytime soon if he stays healthy. I mean, it's we're a year out from next year's Round Nats, and that's the next important competition for these guys. But I would put my money on Ashton, even though you know I consider other competitors of his like very close friends. it's just it just is what it is. I'm a powerlifter, and I like to see powerlifters lift, lift bigger weights than the next guy. And that's what Ashton's going to do. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll start there. and Just put me in Peachy's position out there. What's, yeah, for what's, sure.
0: What's Bryce's
2: best total? Nine oh two and a half. and Yeah. So you're, you're talking at 17 and a half kilos a bit. Uh, th- this, this performance here. Yeah. Um, which it looks like he has some in the tank. There's no doubt about it. But, um, you know, I, again, I want to go with a veteran here with Bryce. I think just Bryce is, he knows how to put a good meat together he put together a strategy to beat him last year, and he he you know um, executed and, uh, executed. He's yeah. he's a really good lifter. He yeah. makes lifts. He makes smart attempts. He beat Werbicki when Werbicki was at the top of his game, and uh, I think Bryce has a lot left in the tank too. Yeah. So it's it's you take you take the numbers. You take the 902 and a half he did, and the two lifts that he missed were 10 kilo jumps, which you know today. He definitely hits those, and he's going to hit more. That's 9.22 already. Yeah, we've been watching Bryce's training. I mean, his squat looks incredible right now. He just squatted 7.05, 3.20. It looked like an opener. So if you give him, you know, he's he's probably good for 3.30, 3.35, maybe even 3.40 in a couple weeks on the squat. So you're looking at at 20 keys um, on
1: top of this. Is Bryce training for a competition?
2: I believe he's doing a meet soon. He's well, gonna I mean guess we're going to find out. We're going to uh, find out yeah. what the total is, but I, I, I put my money down. It's more than 920 what he puts up. I think he's going to do 925, 930. He's very capable of it. And, um, you know, it, even if if uh, Ashton, uh, Ashton Rouska squats 350, 360, which I think he's capable of, he's got so much to make up in the
1: bench. The bench, yeah. It's, well, look, he's,
3: got the, he's got the added advantage of being able to deadlift last. Possibly. So, I, I mean, mean, possibly. Possibly. If he, possibly. Yeah, like he starts pulling sumo like six hours I before you that meet. He, he's he's figuring pull. out how to pull sumo in the fucking warm. He's going to
2: pull, pull more, but but it's it's hard to make up twenty you know twenty five kilos. And well,
3: right he's going to have the padding from the squat. I mean, there's it's, no it's, way it's not going to be a lot of padding. Peach. It's going to be padding. Look, look at that three forty. Look at that three forty. Okay, dude. he squatted three fifty five for a double <laughs> in training, and it looks the same speed. Gotta, now, he has gotta, actually squatted three sixty five. You have to do it.
2: You have to do it in a meet. You got to do it in front of three yeah, judges. Just well, you're talking about training.
3: You're talking about training lifts for Bryce, dude. I, I
2: am, but but so. Bryce has out totaled him in, in in a meet head to head. Listen, if listen Ashton went six for
1: seven and something looked hard, and he passed, I'd be like, all right. But you're talking a nine forty nine. You're talking possible... Nine forty, nine fifty total for Ashton. If he exerts himself, possible. He's not cutting weight. It's possible. He yeah. keeps getting bigger. He came up from ninety three last year. He keeps. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I, the thing. I, I, I
2: think this the, the, the both of these guys are getting stronger. They they keep getting stronger, and there's no doubt that Ashton's younger. He's got more headroom, mm-hmm. and he and he's going to keep going in that direction. But but I I still think if if Ron Nationals happen this year, Bryce beats him. Now it might be a different story next year. But if, if we're if we're looking at these competitions at the end of this year that they're both doing, Bryce Lewis is going to total more. It's gonna that's what it's going right, to be. We'll no see. shot. You're
1: putting your money down. We'll that's, see. That's in a where I'm weeks. putting my money. Yeah. I'm going with the vet. I well, look, look. so
3: Ashton is going to do another meet after this, right, Joe? Yeah, in five of November. Yeah, All right. So insane. they're both going to be doing a meet. So here's the thing: Ashton starts with the opener. Opener is 920. We'll see if Bryce hits over 920, and then Ashton's going to go for what, more than whatever Bryce does, guaranteed. He goes for more than that. Okay, I'll see. say this
1: about Bryce. I think that Raw Nationals being a year from now potentially, I I would give a little bit of an edge to Bryce just because I think Bryce's training is more organized and and a bit more, you know, just smarter than Ashton's training is a lot of just all three lifts one day go pretty heavy, yeah, and then do some assistance work there and and lighter volume during the week. But it seems like he has a thing going on Saturdays where he just pretty much as a full meet yeah. every week. Yeah. It
0: seems like, um, Ashton's got a higher chance of things getting kind of in the way of his training. He's a busy guy. guys. Yeah. Is it air force or Army I'm not even sure. Something. We won't he's, say, but he's, he's armed forces, a, yeah, he's armed forces, he's forces a very intensive you know. training environment. So um, yeah, sometimes his training gets thrown off. You see him training in like globo gyms and stuff and he has weeks where he can't train. But I think to lose point, um, Bryce is I think a better meat lifter and has a better game plan and more organized training. But the thing about um, Ashton is his weight he, he, when when Bryce beat him last year, um, Ashton just barely missed uh, the 93 and he was like 90, how much was he, he was like 96 keys or something, yeah, something and something like that yeah. and at at, um, at this past meet he was 218 pounds and so he f- he's got a lot of 13 pounds to gain a yeah. lot of weight that he can put on. And, and I know like Bryce's training is going well and he's improving, but he doesn't, I don't think he's got the same head. Yeah, Bab,
1: what happened to your lifts when you gained some
0: weight? (laughs) Yeah, it goes through the roof. (laughs) Peachy too. Absolutely. (laughs) But so I, I think it's going to be really a a coin flip. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. I mean, it's
2: going to be a great, great, who's your pick right now,
0: right now for next, for next year. Ron, right. Nats champion. No, yeah. so right now versus next year. Okay, like the meet's coming up. Who's gonna doesn't total matter. More? Let's not put qualifiers to it. Who's better? Who's better? Who's totaling more? I think next year Ashton is gonna dethrone Bryce, and yeah. I think Bryce is probably gonna hit a bigger total in his meet than Ashton just did. And I think doing a meet five weeks out from another meet might might be kind of messed up. It
1: might screw him up. I don't yeah.
3: think it matters for him. He does not meet every week. Yeah. He does not meet every week. So this that's is one of his meets. what people think, but I don't think.
1: I, I think that the fatigue of lifting on a platform is different.
0: Yeah, because when you prepare for a meet, you taper down your volume, and then when you start back up, you, you're starting at lower volume. You can't hit crazy volume again. So his training is going to take a dip for this meet, and it's going to be hard for him to peak better for another meet. So I, I don't see him hitting more than
1: – um, like 10 keys more than this total. I thought we were split like two and two, but I think it's three and one, which is fine. I mean, they're both actually friends of ours. So, uh, you know, we wish them both the best, but let's, um, let's talk about some other dark horses. Let's, let's stay on the U S the U S theme and then we'll go global because there's a really impressive lifter that Lou and peach and, and I know from, uh, he's a really good equipped lifter at the collegiate level and then went to the raw, um,
2: and he actually, we can't
1: go without mentioning he beat Ashton.
2: He beat last Ashton year. last year, Mikey D. Yeah, so Mike, he's another Michael Davis throwing the mix that, that is pretty exciting. And to I've watch. seen some
1: easy 800 pulls, some high four, close to 500 pound benches, and some over 700 pound squats. So depending on how this kid lifts, you know, in a meet and and if he has a crazy peak and whatnot, um, which I think he may lift more, actually lift more on the platform than in training. Uh, based on his track record he's in the mix there as well I mean Ashen slipped up a little bit going for the win last year and, and uh, Michael Davis pounced on that so it's pretty crazy I think I think he has the potential to total 920 also yeah, we got to give I him mean, his
2: respect he's he's going to be right there in the mix it's going to be a toss-up between these three guys who who's going to total I mean I don't know if he's doing a meet anytime soon or, or what mm-hmm. but I'd say if he doesn't meet next weekend he can total more than 920. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's uh it's all it, it all depends on what what happens in the next year. Um, Ron Nationals is, is is I think it's exactly a year away from this weekend. It was a year ago last year, so um, if these guys all stay healthy and they all keep hitting these crazy numbers and they keep pushing the envelope of really the this the capa- the capability of the 105 class. I mean these these numbers that they're all putting up. Are just astronomical. You look at the numbers from a couple of years ago; nobody would have dreamed of these. These these numbers are doing. So, if they
1: all stay healthy
2: and they keep going at this rate,
1: um, it could be anybody next year. Yeah, yeah. and then on, to build on that, once you get back to the international level, there's a gentleman named Rondell Hunt. Yeah, who is super impressive. And um, I thought you had seen lift at NAPF. You might have missed I, I, him. I don't recall.
2: I did the NAPF meet a couple of years ago, but but uh, it's very possible he lifted there. Um, But his lifting looks very very impressive and
1: um i mean he's he's in the mix for you know the international level at the one i've just seen like you know he's at trinidad and tobago and he was going to do ipf worlds um not this year but the year before and um something happened with the trinidad and tobago fed and he wasn't able to actually go to the meet and compete um and then obviously this year he was probably geared up to go and everything got canceled so I've been waiting a long time to see this gentleman lift. His training lifts look crazy. He's a deadlift lord on Instagram. Pulls 800 easily, squats 700 easily, and and has a pretty decent bench. So I think he's he's someone we just got to – sorry, drinking beers. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him too. So the 105 class is really interesting. We love to talk about this stuff. And uh, I'm just sitting here in a forest of mediocre 105s. So, you know, (laughs) we talk about it a lot. Mediocre. Mediocre. Sorry boys. Sorry boys. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I'll take mediocre. Mediocre. Peachy sucks. <laughs> all
0: right. Um out of all the one oh fives here, I think uh PG sucks the most. So.
2: <laughs>
3: if we laid down on a bench right now, I'd bench more than both of you idiots.
2: It's pretty easy to bench Peachy. more than somebody with all a right. torn labrum. Is this so. meat
0: happening or not? Who's doing the meat? Oh, you I
2: don't are you guys think supposed they're to gonna let me do the meat.
3: Because I'm not signed up, and Cordero is like we're at max capacity. Oh, that's a good excuse.
1: So PG loses.
3: <laughs> All right, so Lou's doing
1: the meat still. I'm, <laughs> are it. you are you signed up,
0: Ev? I'm signed up for okay, it. Okay, so we if, got two... if Lou and Pete are not doing it, I'm, I'm doing no, it. Lou's doing like, it. I'm doing no, Lou's doing
3: it. No, if Lou doesn't do it, I'm going to take Lou's spot. No, I'm doing the meat. All right. Well, I guess I'm, I'm going to bench doing the with meet. a torn labrum. I think, you're do- I, think yeah, I can well, bench
2: 275 with a torn labrum still. So yeah,
1: I'm going to share it up on Sunday. Yeah. I'm doing February, man. I'm gonna give the low spinners something to spin about, Yeah. and up be, in low mass, their eyes are gonna be
0: spinning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, enough talk about 105s. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a segment that we haven't done in a little bit. Uh, the last time we did this segment was when we had Larry Larry Maley on. Um, this is the OG Hall of Fame, and since we have somewhat of a powerlifting historian as a guest here. We'd like to give Luis uh, a chance to induct his choice into the OG Hall of Fame. I'm gonna have to go with Brad Cunningham
2: on this one, and uh, he was one of the guys that was was um, was really successful when I started powerlifting. He was at the top of the game pretty much, and I just loved watching him. Um, I remember the first the first uh, uh, Open Nationals that I went to in 2009 in Denver. Joe and I. It was actually the first. First meet me and Joe traveled to just the two of us, and the first time we went to an Open Nationals for either of us, and we used to play uh I Spy. We were trying to look for, for the, you know lifters that we had we had watched I'm trying to
1: spot you know like Brian Siders, Brad Gillingham, Randall Harris, yeah, Malik Thirsty, we were big trying to the big guys, yeah, yeah. Because we we Wade were
2: Hooper. we were seeing these guys on back then. It was on. You know, Facebook or YouTube or whatever. There was no powerlifting Instagram. watch. Powerlifting watch. That's what it was. And uh, Brad was one of the ones we loved to watch. So um, you know, we were looking for him. And and uh, when we when we met him for the first time, his hands were just enormous. He was just. He was just a huge, huge human being.
1: It's funny because we didn't. He wasn't even competing that year, but you know somehow we ended up at the Old Country Buffet, <laughs> <Yeah>. in Aurora, <laughs> Colorado, and yeah. uh, we just saw him eating a big bowl of mac and cheese. It, it's funny because <laughs> across the street from the from
2: the uh, the venue there was an uh, Old Country Buffet, and there's also a, um, a famous Dave's. A Famous Dave's. So we, one one of the meals we went to the Old Country Buffet, and there's Brad Yellingham eating eating, <laughs> and then when we went to the famous. Uh, famous days that brian siders was in there
1: so it's if you're super... we were like trying to get close to them to see what they were eating and shit like that we we're fucking morons yeah. <laughs> we, we were just in awe. so, so we brian siders had like ordered like nachos <laughs> with like ground beef on them and then ordered a cheeseburger on the side yeah. <laughs> so me and lou for the last 12 years have been talking about getting a cheeseburger on, on the, the side, side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway about brad yeah so about brad
2: um yeah, you know, we, we watched him many years at the uh the Arnold deadlift. Um, and that was he was always the king of that deadlift until this, this guy named Ian Bell came by and,
1: and kind of uh, Yeah, I snatched one up started. On, on Wilkes and is it it what it is. Yeah. I mean Brad invented that
2: competition. He, he, he was he was the guy to watch. I mean he was pulling over eight hundred for years.
1: Um, he pulled four hundred kilos. Um, two thousand ten at IPF World. Yep. In a full meet. In a full I meet, mean, I think that's important. Stiff bar. So let, let's go through his best numbers, Lou. Yeah, sure. So he's uh, done an 870 squat, a 633 bench, and an 881 deadlift, um, you know, in a full meet. And then Raw, he actually won a Raw World Championship in 2013. So this this was one of the things I was going to bring up
2: is he actually retired from powerlifting. He decided not to, uh, uh, you know, do the real powerlifting anymore in equipment. <laughs> And decided to, to start doing raw powerlifting. Kind of like the, what Dave Ricks is doing now. <laughs> yeah, these guys say they and, retire to the easier and he, part he, of powerlifting. And he, uh, he took on raw powerlifting as a hobby, and, and he won a world championship. Yeah. <laughs> so raw at super heavyweight, 7'16",
1: 5'18", 8'43".
2: He was in his 50s when he did that. I mean. No, no, he was Late in his mid-40s. Mid-40s, mid 40s. okay. That was from okay. 2013. He's yeah. 50 now. He's 50, you 50 know, now. He was
1: probably 43, 44, okay. and just... Took the young boys to school at the first Raw World Championship. Yeah, so that was very impressive for him to watch. I mean, eight forty three deadlift in, in his mid forties. Yeah. Raw, it's fucking insane.
2: Yeah, and he and he he actually came back and did the uh, deadlift challenge this year. And you competed against him in the deadlift, Joe. Yeah, what did he do at? Uh, yeah, he's
1: still pulling mid sevens over fifty. Yeah, you know, Babel met him for the first time, and I'd say Babel had a little fangirl moment.
0: Yeah, dude, um, it was pretty. It was pretty awesome because he brought the. Um, the type of attitude and atmosphere to powerlifting meets that you don't see as much these days where he's super supportive everybody super nice um just a, seems like a really great guy that just loves the sport and he he just wants to have fun and he wants to make sure everybody's having fun so i just thought he was a, a stand-up dude and super impressive and uh we saw him we saw him i talked to him a little bit at the arnold he was super nice and then we actually caught up with him at the airport too and um his brother is also a legend too right is it Wade?
1: carl gillingham oh, carl and carl and he Wade another gillingham. Brother, Wade. yeah his but. father played for the green bay packers yeah his brother was a professional strongman brad and his brother actually both did an arnold pro strongman together yeah. um it's just a i mean we it's talk about talk genetics. about genes all the yeah, time Yeah. no kidding yeah, yeah. yeah. the grip the grip on uh, in that family is just legendary uh, that's pretty I think that's pretty much they share all share that talent, the yeah. grip stuff. Yeah, deadlifting. We weren't
0: lying about his hands. When you shake that guy's hand, oh it's, it's like, like twice the size of mine, at least. Yeah. At least Yeah. So I mean, I mean he,
1: just just what's important is I mean he did his first meet in nineteen eighty nine and he still was competing this year at the Arnold, so that's you know thirty one years of powerlifting and I'd say yeah. at a pretty high level he's been going to international meets for twenty three years. And he's pulled over 800 on a platform over 100 times. Just think about that. Wow,
3: that's crazy. You know, and there might have
1: been powerlifters that have lifted more in a certain lift, or maybe Brad's bench was never up to snuff. Even though he did win an IPF World Championship equipped and raw, he did a World Games and I believe came in second place, or maybe even multiple medal finishes. Um, But the longevity is just insane. To do 100 competition deadlifts of over 800 pounds, you've got to be at the top of your game for a very long time. Um, there's guys now they come on the scene, they might squat nine, they might pull eight and they're gone in a few years, but Brad is a real genetic freak who was built to be a strength athlete. So I think it's just super impressive.
2: Yeah. It goes good. I mean, I have to stress the part where he's, he's won multiple open powerful championships. I mean, uh, equipped and raw. I mean, that's the Mm -hmm. part that sticks out to me. And again, like you said, the longevity doing it over and over and over again, at such a high level for so long. Yeah, so
1: we usually have like a fun, you know, the fun fact about Brad was not, you know, he was he was there uh, in 2009 eating uh, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. 2010, we actually went to the next Open Nationals and he won that. You know, he pulled. uh, He just missed an 881 deadlift, even though he had already won. I think he had pulled like 859 right there. Um, he at that later that year he pulled 881 at Worlds in South Africa. Um, at the time it was a world record. Um, but something else that's kind of fun is that me and Luis have followed his deadlift program and watched his <laughs> oh, DVD, DVD in college.
2: Yeah, I, I had I, I bought the uh, the Brad Gillingham DVD, and that's that's back again before Instagram and uh, yeah, online know, coaching. Online I mean, coaching didn't really good powerlifters <laughs> made training DVDs. <laughs> we bought the DVD and watched the Brad Gillingham. I mean, workout, and if
1: you're a powerlifter, but... I would recommend finding a copy of this. The shit that he did on that DVD was insane. I'm talking heavy front squats, high volume, high, heavy squats. High volume
2: deadlifts. High
1: volume deadlifts. We were doing two sets of 10 of deadlift, right? Mm-hmm. Heavy as you can go. Then we were doing rack pulls after. Then we were doing barbell rows. And we were doing uh, shrugs. shrugs and then lat pull downs. all in the squats. same workout. That's, loved,
0: a, that's all the shit that Sherman talk, talks about doing. Mean, that's, that's old school. That's old school strength. He yeah. loved
2: front squats. Brad did a lot of front squats. Um, the volume on the deadlift was just ridiculous. And, yeah. and I think there is a lot to that. Um, I mean, volume of deadlifting just sucks. It's just hard to do, mm-hmm. and it makes you stronger. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's worse than deadlifting, man? Nothing nothing. Nothing, nothing. nothing. So, definitely deadlifting. But um,
1: <laughs> you know that that was something that was crazy. And actually, our deadlifts went. Fucking crazy. I mean I pulled 700 for the first time after that training cycle and I was like 22 or 21 mm-hmm. so I mean I attributed a lot of my strength to that and obviously my back got huge on that our hands were bleeding like it was just such an awesome time like masochistic just insane it was so much fun um i'd get pretty drunk after some of those workouts just to ease the pain louise would watch <laughs> 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 <There's> I, <the laughs> I gotta see if i can dig up that yeah, we a, should
2: a, resurrect i that. gotta find that dvd that there's was, a
1: legendary night where we we finished it i think and then we uh you know we played the game edward 40 hands with the entire uh powerlifting team <laughs> and uh a couple of us puked our brains out because we obviously, as competitive people, we drank them as fast as we possibly could, and it was a race, and it got messy. But, I mean, what a time of our lives inspired by Brad, Brad,
3: which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Also, just a little tidbit, Joe. The last time he but a bench 500 pounds raw was doing the Brad Gillingham bench. That's right. We're <laughs> just starting it now. He had a great bench
1: volume program, and you might say, why would you do Brad Gillingham's bench program? You know, his weakness over the years as an IPF lifter was his bench. Well, Brad just never got to a high level as an equipped bencher. But as a raw bencher, first of all, you know he benched 518 in his mid-40s when he won IPF Raw Worlds. And uh, I saw him bench 545. Like air. Like air in Palm Springs. Just fucking around, put his bench (laughs) shirt on and opened at 585. I was like, what the fuck? Because his raw bench was insane. I think at his peak, he was probably benching 585 raw and benching um, mid-sixes in gear, so I mean, he wasn't getting a lot of carryover. Brad Gillingham knows how to bench.
2: I just remember him doing that 545 in Palm Springs. I mean, it was it was literally it looked like a warm up, and then he puts his shirt on. It was a warm up. It it was it, a warm was up a technically. Warm up. It was a warm up. <laughs> I mean, that was the that was the freaky thing. It moved so fast, and then he puts his shirt on and he benches the same thing. I mean, it's like it's. He, I'm sure he was in his prime. He was benching around a 585. I mean, he was around
1: 40 years old then too, yeah. and he was benching 545 raw, and uh, he had a six pack. Yeah. At like three 30. Yeah. He was lean. He was just a, such He's a big man. Such an impressive guy. <laughs> so I hope we, you know, like, like we try to not just tell you about their lifting, but tell you some fun tidbits. But I, I think we got a lot for Brad. So it's yeah. a pretty awesome induction. Good pick Lou. Yeah, yeah. I hope
2: we see him next year at the Arnold deadlift. Oh, of course we will. If there
1: is an Arnold, he'll be there. Well, see. shout out Brad <laughs> Gillenham. Shout yeah. Out. Big shout,
3: shout out. out. And and if you see him at the Arnold, he's a very approachable guy, so you'll definitely be able to get a picture. Stick uh, your hand
1: out at your own risk, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You might fucking squeeze it off.
0: (laughs) All right. I think uh, we covered everything we wanted to cover. we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up.
1: Tiny Meeker, episode 23, on deck.
0: Yep. Um, So thanks for listening, and uh, make sure you um, check out Quest, check out Urban Powerhouse. Um, shoot us a line on our on our questionnaire, yeah. Question link or whatever whatever you want to like, call it. Like,
1: comment, subscribe, yeah, Share subscribe this with it. your friends. We're getting requests for um, more sponsorships, which is cool. Um, but you know, the the more we get the word out, the better. And uh, yeah. we're just having a good time. Yeah. I, I, I want to make one shout out to yeah. uh, to Titan Powerlifting.
2: Yeah. Um, I've been sponsored by them for years now, and I haven't even been at a competitive level. And um, Pete, the owner of Titan, is just one of the most generous people I've ever met. And he just cares about the sport more than it, just about anybody. Are you new,
1: man? We talk about Titan all the time. We I, love Titan. I but wanted to give an extra shout out for, extra for Titan. Right. We do move. let our guests give a shout out and we've been talking
0: a lot about the bolt so i think it's
1: fair i think it's time to talk about the katana a little bit i mean yeah if you don't (laughs) want to implode on the platform you go with the trusty katana (laughs) if you don't want to die titan will be there for you it's
0: old trusty old reliable they've been doing it forever
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean
0: they they're uh they've had the best gear for a
2: long time now i guess there's This bench shirt these guys are talking about, but don't don't feed into it. The super katana <laughs> is is just every every world record that I know of has been in the super katana. So Joe, we don't have any update on the bolt. <laughs> We've
0: been pro- we promised the update on
2: the okay. Bolt. So what's going on? You
1: know, right now, you know, go with Luis. if you're looking for a bench shirt. When that call wor- Pete when Isaiah and um, and wait for more word on the bolt. the The latest update on the bolt is that Inzer is sending some samples to the technical committee in in in, in a foreign land. So yeah. So I think we're samples? at a standstill. It's samples of the right shirt.
0: Okay. Yeah, so we'll, so um, they might not have gotten I'm gonna go with it's the very main shirt possible. that works, guys.
1: It's very <laughs> possible <laughs> one because, that definitely won't blow up. Because if uh you know if Inzer was like, hey, we already sent you one, you have that, I mean I think it would have been case closed, but for some reason we're now sending bolts mm. to South oh, Africa. Yeah. So That's Inzer might point. have been
0: trying to pull a fast one.
1: And you know, there's precedent for this. Yeah, it happened in it it happened before where they got something approved and then lifters showed up to twenty fourteen Bench Worlds and the shirts were different and those lifters were screwed. So we're trying to help everybody out here. Um, you know, it's super interesting topic. We love this shit. It's like, you know, we're degenerates of equipped powerlifting, mm. if that's we're addicted to it, we love it. Junkies. So, yeah, we're junkies on love this type it. of stuff. So we're trying our best here, but mm. there might be a little layoff on bolt updates. Yeah.
0: So I just wanna make sure that we we didn't leave that unmentioned that they're um, on route and it could be possible that the DC, the techno committee didn't have never received the updated version. <laughs> yeah. So. Which we have four of them. But so. I mean, I, I looked at the rule book and I, I think there's a 50% chance that the one, the new one could, it, there's a hundred percent
2: chance my katana's uh ipf approved
0: that's so true that's yeah. the one i'm going with i mean that's what i'm gonna wear if, in the, in this meet that we're gonna do <laughs> yeah, okay if
1: you, relax over there if, if you need a bench shirt
2: call i'll say this tiny, tiny
1: meeker is in the know with inzer so we he, might, he'll know he, he might know. know a few things oh, he's yeah. worn a bolt
0: that's a good idea maybe so, we'll talk yeah, to tiny about it yeah all right anyway thanks for joining us subscribe share um let us know if we have any errors and omissions.
1: There's a lot. There's a lot in this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're kind of idiots if you didn't realize, but <laughs> yeah. we do our best, all right? So uh we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. See ya. Thanks See ya. guys. Yep. Sick pod. Sick,
3: sick pod, pod, sick pod, yeah. sick pod.